In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The longest journey in the spiritual life is the journey from the head to the heart. I preached this on Sunday, and, and I, uh, I think it's, it's really, really fitting for Ba'utha. Because the whole purpose of Ba'utha, the whole idea of this standing and kneeling and sitting and, and singing and praying, and, and it can seem very tedious, and can we eat this and we can't eat this, and, you know, somebody actually texted a priest and said, is it true that we can't shower during Ba'utha? Maybe if you watched your mouth first, you wouldn't be so worried about if you shower, right? Like, look where our minds are. Can I eat this? Can I shower? Can I... Maybe if you just... Chussa, right? Like, what's more important? You know, but this is how... This is how we are. Because we still have not made the connection from the head to the heart. We know our faith, we know God loves us, we know God forgives us, we know our faith, we may know a lot of facts, but do we know by experience? Am I able, when I pray, am I able to recognize that I'm speaking to God when I pray? Or is prayer, like Jesus said, a whole bunch of words that I'm saying to God? Because I know many people who are like, Father, I, if I don't say all of these prayers, and they literally show me like a little booklet, <laughs> a full booklet of all these little written prayers, if I don't pray all these prayers, I don't go to sleep. Okay, that, that's good. I love the piety there. But did you, even, did you even like actually say anything to God in those prayers? Right? Like... When we're, when we're praying the Mass, even, when, we're, when we have a book in front of us, or when we're praying the Ba'utha prayers, are we actually saying what's written on the paper? There's a difference between me reading something as a difference between me actually saying it. And I think that for many, many Chaldeans and for many Catholics today, we've remained only on the level of external piety, external devotion, saying the right words, Performing them nicely, but deep within our hearts, we're like, okay, is this over yet? Like, I'm ready to go. Like, Father, are you done yet? Why? Or we're, we're, we're like spaced off somewhere. Why? Because our hearts are not praying to God. Our soul, deep, 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 is not connecting with God. And why? Well, for one, because... We are so bombarded on a daily basis with the externals, right? We don't have time to turn inward in silence, meditation. Like Jesus said in the gospel today, he says, Go into your room, shut the door in secret, and your father who sees you in secret will reward you. Now, he's not talking just physically about going into your actual room, your physical room, and shutting the door. What Jesus is actually really speaking about is the particular special room in man's soul where God dwells. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Maybe you do. I hope you do. 
There is a place in man's soul and his heart where God literally dwells. And the saints would even use like imagery to help us understand it. I mean, St. Teresa would talk about how, you know, our soul is, is like a castle. And if you go deep and you turn withinward, you turn inside, instead of praying to God outside, turning inside where God dwells, you begin to recognize that there is a specific place inside of you where you are one-to-one with God. You're alone with God in your room. And that's very, it's figurative. There's a place when, when you're speaking to God, it's like, it's just you and Him. That is what Jesus wants. And that's what really feeds the soul. That's what really gives life to us. When we're able to really, truly be intimate with God in silence. When I'm able to recognize His presence. When I'm able to recognize that I'm not spatting off words to some being out there somewhere in the galaxies and maybe somehow, someway, if I'm loud enough or I say enough prayers, it will somehow get to that being who's very obscure. No. Jesus shows us what prayer needs to look like. And he gives us the Our Father to show us the outline of of what prayer needs to be like. Our Father. God is not some weird, strange incomprehensible being that I'm not really sure what he is or what he's not. I don't know what he is, but I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to test it out. No, no. God is Father. When I turn in that room to speak to God secretly in my soul, am I speaking to my Father? Am I aware that my Father is listening? That my Father is there? That he cares? That he's present? Or is there a part of me when I turn to God is like, God, are you even there? Are you even listening to me? Right? Who art in heaven? Well, my brothers and sisters, God is in heaven, but God is not bound. God is present. And when we're speaking to God, we need to be praising God. It's not enough to just ask God for things. Before you even begin to ask God for something, we need to praise Him. That's why we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. God, you are holy. I worship you. That's what you're saying to God. Hallowed mean, meaning you are holy, God. Before I begin to just say, God, give me this and give me that and help me with this and do this, God, you're holy. I'm not holy. I'm not perfect. You are holy. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What am I saying to God? I'm saying, God, just as it is in heaven, where everybody is completely worshiping you and where your will is completely, perfectly lived out and followed. Make that happen here on earth. Turn the government to worship you. Turn the community and the society to to worship you. Turn every single creature in heaven and on earth and below the earth to worship you. You reign here. You are king, not me. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Your will be done, Lord, because you are king. And Lord, we want your kingdom. We don't want the kingdom of the enemy. We don't want the kingdom of the world. We want your kingdom. Because when you reign over us, God, it's good. It's good when you reign, God.
When you're king, it's good. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then you can ask, give us this day our daily bread. Now, of course, we're asking in this, God, give us our daily sustenance. We need, you know what we need. But what we're really longing for in this prayer is, give us the Eucharist. Give us that heavenly bread to transform our broken nature to become like the angels. Because not even the angels can receive the Eucharist. But we do. As humans, we. The angels actually, during the Mass, they surround us. They actually look at man in awe. Did you know that the angels are jealous of you when you receive communion? How cool is that? The angels are jealous of us because they want to receive the body of Christ like we do. Wow. And forgive us our trespasses. When we pray, we need to remember that we need to be asking God for forgiveness. Even if we've gone to confession for our sins, it's always, there's always something there, right? I mean, honestly, let's be real. There's always something that you're messing up on, right? Forgive me, Lord. It's simple. As I forgive those who've trespassed against me. So it's not enough for me to just ask God for forgiveness. I need to be aware of how I need to be constantly forgiving somebody else. It's not just a matter of, Lord, I said I forgive this person. I wish good upon them. That's it. No. Sometimes we need to constantly renew that forgiveness to set us free. To free us from the power that we give those people over us. Right? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation. My brothers and sisters, if we don't realize that we are in a constant battle, that the devil is constantly working on us to bring us into temptation, to literally lead me into his dominion of his, of his darkness, before we know it, we're going to be flat on my face. So we need to be praying. Like, Lord, if you're going to let me be tempted, give me the grace. Give me the grace. Have you ever prayed for yourself? Sometimes when I'm not in a place of temptation, I pray for myself for the moment, the next moment that I'm going to be tempted. I say, Lord, you know that time and that hour and that minute that the devil is going to tempt me. Lord, I pray and I ask you to send your angels to me that moment. Because I don't know how to face temptation without you. I can't do it without you. This, my brothers and sisters, is the Our Father that we say, Our Father, this is what we're praying. There's a lot there. And if we said it slowly, slowly but surely, our souls, our hearts would begin to really, truly not say things to God, but really pray to God. And that's what we need. I'm telling you guys, prayer is literally food for the soul. It's more important than the oxygen that we're breathing. But our prayer needs to be deep. We need to be in silence. We need to go to that room and sit with God and allow God to bring us to life so that in our prayer we can truly commune with God and we could be one with the living God. Amen. Father, Son, Holy